You're listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Mazzelli, where you'll discover more about writing, publishing, building your author brand, and selling your book. Now, here's your hosts, Chris and Gina. Hi, welcome to the Writing Momentum Podcast. I'm Gina Maselli, and I'm here with my husband, Christopher Maselli. Hey, good to see you all today. Uh, we're going to talk about writing today, right? We are. We're talking about writing, and we just returned from the 2022 Writer Con mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. It happens every year over Labor Day weekend. So next year, mark your calendars. They're already accepting registrations. So um, it's just a really great, great conference. It's a great uh, time of writers getting together. Mm-hmm. And there's just some fabulous teachers who are there. And this year, I just thought it was really fabulous. It was really fun. We mm-hmm. always love going to writers conferences because you learn so much. Uh, but this one especially is like one of the best we think in the Midwest. Yeah. And so um, we just thought today we'd give a brief kind of recap of the 2022 WriterCon Writers Conference. Uh, For those of you who couldn't make it, uh, we'll just share some of our favorite things that we learned, as well as um, uh, just, you know, some some other takeaways. Yeah. Some of the things that we took away that we learned or that we were really impressed by, that we really loved. That's right. Now, I got to tell you, there was something really cool that happened at this year's conference, and that is that for the first time we attended WriterCon and there were people there who had heard our podcast. Right? Oh, they, were like, they were like, oh, I follow you guys on the Writing Momentum podcast. And shout out to David, who said he has never missed one podcast. Uh, thank you, David. One. So, that was tr- truly, that was encouraging. That, that was, was really encouraging. encouraging. It's nice to know that people are listening because, you know, you record podcasts and things like that. And you're thinking, I wonder if anyone's listening to this one. <laughs> and so we're you're so- just thinking it might be your mom or something or family members. So, yes, we are thrilled that we are hopefully speaking life into other people's writing. We, we should probably also give a shout out to Ingrid, um, who's a part of our writing moments group where we get together weekly and write together on Wednesdays yes. at noon. You can find out more about that at writingmoments.com. But Ingrid told us that every time, so there's some glitch with her phone, and every time <laughs> she turns on her car, she hears the Writing Momentum podcast. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. He said that she had already or like memorized our intro or something because she hears it so much. <laughs> life could be worse, right? Life could, pretty good. <laughs> well, you say life could be worse. I say that maybe it's some kind of divine connection. Hopefully we are inspiring her in some rewarding and impactful way. So, and it was just really fun to meet with those writing moments members and people who are part of our writing moments group who are, um, we've gotten to know them on zoom. Some of them we had met face to face before, but we had got to meet them on zoom. And so for, if you're not familiar with our writing moments, then what it is, is every week on Wednesdays at noon central, we get together. It's Chris and me as well as Renee Getteridge, one of us leads the, the writing moment for that week. And we get on there, not only do we encourage one another, but we also spend about 10 minutes, one of, the, uh, one of us will teach for about 10 minutes mm-hmm. on some topic that has to do with writing or marketing or selling books or branding or just everything, just uh, hacks that we have found that help 
um, give us better productivity, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then we write together for 45 minutes. And then at the end of the 45 minutes, we come back together and just kind of sign off. But it's just been this great community that is developing. And that's, that's what happens too. When you go to writer's mm -hmm. conference, you build a community like that. And that's why we have so enjoyed going to writer conference. Yes. Uh, well, and if I could just point out one more thing about the writing moments. One bit of feedback that we heard is we heard from someone who said, you know, a family member is wanting to join your podcast or wanting to join your uh, writing moments, mm -hmm. but they've never written anything. And they're, or they're so new to it. They feel like, um, maybe it wouldn't be for them. And I want to tell you that writing moments is exactly where we hope you will be. You will be welcomed with open arms. Um, and we will, we love working with people who are new writers and who are just learning the business and just getting started. And there is no, um, we are very welcoming. Just, it, we hope that we create just a warm and inviting space yeah, so yeah but let's talk now about writer conduct writer a brief recap here about what happened at writer con and one of the things that i really enjoyed about it that is not something that can be duplicated as well online yeah. i think is that they had these things called round tables mm -hmm. and this was neat we met together each evening and everyone met go, went to a table based on a subject so like the first night i was there at a table that was about nonfiction, mm -hmm. and it was so interesting to hear each other's projects but then all speak into each other's projects and answer questions and just help one another and it was really a neat way to bond together and talk about this thing that we love this writing and that was really a fun thing to do every night and that that's the reason i would encourage someone to attend a writer's conference or even writing moments because we do kind of replicate that online a little bit um because it really is just a good strong strong meeting point well you say? and i i think what you came away and were telling me because i i actually didn't get to attend one of the writer uh writing roundtables because I was talking one-on-one -on -one both nights with other writers. Yeah. Um, but what you came away and said was that it wasn't just about you speaking to them. Mm -hmm. It was about the group working together and this really beautiful collaborative yes. effort that came, came about and just kind of iron sharpening iron and, and building one another up and, and helping each other, uh, just get farther in the process. And that was what was, I mean, that's just such a beautiful thing when you see that cut happen. For sure. For sure. Well, one of the things that we noticed about this year at RiderCon is how generous so many of the speakers mm, were. They yes. really uh, just kind of sewed into other people's lives. Uh, there was, there wasn't, you know, there's just a lot of humility there. And they, 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 these, there were some of these people were best selling New York Times best selling authors, and they're just sharing their day to day, how they write, what they mm -hmm. do. And I thought that was pretty neat. And in fact, you, uh, I remember met uh, Yasmin. Why don't you talk about meeting Yasmin? I what you learned from got her. to go to the class with Yas Yasmin Ango, Yasmin. Ango or Angoe. Please forgive me for not pronouncing correctly. She is a, she's a fairly new author, but her book is just getting a lot of great review. It's already won awards. Mm -hmm. It's part of, she's released her second book in the Nina Knight trilogy. Her first one was, her name is Knight. Her second one that's just been, been released is They Come at Night. And what I loved about listening to Yasmin speak was one, she's a pantser. So she is this pantser 
who is full of energy and full of life. She was a lot of fun to listen to. What does that mean, a pantser? A pantser is someone who doesn't uh, have a detailed outline of what they're going to write in a book. Mm-hmm. In, in an, especially it speaks to novelists, uh, but probably also screenwriters, that kind of thing. They know what they want to say. They usually have in their mind a few points that they want to hit along the way of this story, but they don't do these really detailed outlines before they get started. They kind of pants it. It's by the seat of their yeah. pants is what it comes from. And I have discovered I am a bit of a reluctant pantser myself when it comes to fiction. And so I was really interested in her process. You know, how does she make sure that she hits all of those beats? Mm -hmm. And she said that she writes uh, very much as a pantser, very much kind of opens her computer each day and thinks, what do I want to say today? Where do I want to go? What kind of scene do I want to create? And she goes with that. But at the end of that, she then takes her book and she takes her scenes and she plugs them into these different outlines uh, that are online. Some of the different, um, uh, what would you call them? Like detailed, um, there's like the snow, the snowflake method and there's the, the different writing methods. There's the save the cat. There's the different ones. And so she kind of plugs it in and she was actually using not either of those. She was using another one. But she plugs it in and she sees, is my book hitting all the points? Is my book hitting this, all the beats, all the beats that it needs to hit in order to create a satisfying story. And so that was encouraging to me because I I know as a pantser, you can kind of write off into the sunset. You can just get going. And before you know it, you've lost control of your story and your characters and just all sorts of things. But she was saying, no, she... Um, she writes along and then she kind of checks herself at the end. And I thought that was really encouraging for me to hear. And just something I thought, okay, that makes sense. sense. And it's easy. I I like hearing how other writers get their writing done. Mm -hmm. I am not a pantser. I'm someone who has to outline everything that he does. And it's, it's neat to see how others go through their writing method, because even though I'm not a pantser to hear that how she does that still makes me think about my own writing and how I can apply that. And it's really, it's really, really good. Yeah, I think so. It kind of gives, it gives you freedom, but it gives boundaries. Yeah. yeah. This year we had kind of a dual keynote session Mm -hmm. uh, from Robert Dugoni and Stephen James, both of which are New York times bestselling authors. Uh, They write, they both write thrillers. Um, and uh, really, really good writers. If you haven't read anything from Robert Dugoni or Stephen James, I encourage you to get some of their books and if you like thrillers, and, and I think you'll find them really good. They taught an all-day session on troubles- troubleshooting your novel, and this is something that WriterCon does that's kind of unique, is that they'll take, and it's over Labor Day weekend, but that Monday after Labor Day weekend, they have a full day sessions that mm-hmm. you can attend, and this year they were teaching it. And one of the things that Robert Dugoni talked about is he challenged us and he says, what is the primary purpose that you have when writing a book? What is it that you write a book for? And we were all thinking about it. And he said, the answer is, should be to entertain. Mm -hmm. 
And that was challenging because I think a lot of times we write books with ideas in mind, things we want to get across, right? We have a theme we write and we like want people to take it away. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, no, it needs to be first and foremost to entertain. And it really is true because if your book does not entertain, it doesn't matter how good the message is, how poignant what you have to say is, people are going to stop reading. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, we need to entertain, even in nonfiction books. Right. Because a nonfiction book still has to have that story structure and keep the reader hooked because if it's just plain teaching all the way through, sooner or later, people are going to drop off. Yeah, it can get really tedious if you're reading a book that that you want to, to learn from them. It, mm -hmm. And I'm speaking about nonfiction. You're wanting to learn from them, but I, you know, it's real easy to lose your stamina by about chapter five yeah. when, when it just feels like, okay, this is not entertaining. This is not, um, it's not holding my interest. It's not holding my attention. That's right. So, yeah. And I think that that is, you know, you're talking about that. Stephen James also talked about stories that have become so agenda driven. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that a lot. You see it in TV shows, you see it in movies, you see it in all different types of books. And it has seeped into fiction and, uh, you know, not, not talking about necessarily nonfiction in this case, because if you're a nonfiction writer who is uh, writing a how-to book mm. or some type of book to enlighten and educate people, that's not what we're talking about. But I know we all know when we watch a movie or a TV show, when there's a strong agenda to it, and it could be anything from what, what are some of the popular ones? There could be um, different cultural, mm. um, culturally relevant and kind of hot button topics that are out there right now. It could be. Um, well, well, whatever it is. Yeah. The, the, the idea is, is that when your story is agenda driven, it undermines quality storytelling because mm -hmm. the agenda comes before the storytelling and people right. though don't want to hear the agenda. They want good stories, not propaganda. And that's not using the word propaganda in a negative way necessarily. It's just saying that if you have something you're trying to get across and share with people, that's kind of the definition of what propaganda yeah. is. Um, it can become troubling for the story, especially because it can undermine the big twist, right? Mm -hmm. If you know what the author's um, uh, agenda is when they're writing the story, yeah. you can often see which way the twist is going to go because you know the author can't betray his or her agenda. Right. right? And so, uh, so that's why we have to focus on the storytelling first. And I think he even said he comes up with his theme after he goes the first pass through. Yes, right? that's what he said. He said he he does yeah. his um, his first draft. Mm -hmm. And then he goes back and kind of figures out what is my theme and he weaves that in. And um, so that is one way of doing it. You know, it's not the net, you know, you don't have to do it that right. way. But I think the point is, is that your theme cannot overshadow your story and your story has to go back to that first rule in which it is entertainment primary first. yeah yeah so really good those are just some of the high points we mm -hmm. could probably talk about this for a long time yeah. we just wanted to share some of the things that hit us the most um now we have several sessions we taught i, I taught on how to write 10 times faster which was a productivity session for writers gina talked about writing for the christian and inspirational market 
And I also talked about the top 10 secrets of uh, high performing author websites. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do is we're planning to record all of those into online training sessions to make them available for any of you who couldn't attend WriterCon because those are sessions that um, we think are uh, just really good to hear. And so we'll let you know about those when we have those ready to go. And then you can uh, take advantage of those too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you will join us again for our next podcast. (laughs) Be sure to check out any that you've missed. Check out our website at writingmomentum.com. And if you are looking for a writing group, people to come alongside you, you are looking for a writing tribe. I do not care if you are an experienced writer or if you've never written anything, moments.com. We truly truly have a passion for helping people um, just fall in love with writing and do their absolute best at it. So um, be sure also to rate. Well, how do we do this? We say rate, review, review, subscribe, subscribe. and share. There you go. Because we don't want you to miss any podcasts. So subscribe to them so you don't miss any. And please share them with another writer who you think might benefit. And then, uh, yeah, and then join us. Because remember, together we have writing momentum. See you next time. You've been listening to the Writing Momentum Podcast with authors Christopher and Gina Maselli. Don't forget to subscribe and get the show notes at writingmomentum.com backslash podcast. Until next time, we hope that you have writing momentum. Hey, writer, do you struggle with finding time to write? Well, you're not alone. In fact, Time is the number one challenge that most writers face when it comes to getting their books finished. That's why we've created Writing Moments, weekly sessions you can schedule on your calendar to write online with me, Gina, award-winning author and screenwriter Renee Gutteridge, and other writers who have similar goals as you. Each week we're meeting for a short writing training, Q&A, and then 45 minutes of uninterrupted writing time together, where we'll keep each other accountable to get our stuff done. If you'd like to find out how you can join us for some upcoming writing moments, just visit writingmomentum.com slash writing moments. We'd love to have you there. That's writingmomentum.com slash writing moments.